0: All right. Thanks for hanging in here. More of Mile High Magazine this Sunday morning. I am Murphy Houston. Appreciate you being here. And right now we've got a really an interesting topic we need to talk about. You know, it's been a tough few years between the pandemic, the wildfires and all the madness over the Ukraine. So this morning we're joined with Jen Jackson, who's a clinician with the Mental Health Center of Denver. Jen, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, thank you so much for having me on so
0: let's talk about a clinician what What does that exactly mean? I mean obviously we've heard the title clinician what do you do
1: um so a clinician um it's a great question because it's such a broad yes a broad term yes um and so a clinician is is in the helping profession in various forms, so that is sort of the broad definition um My particular role role over at the Mental Health Center at Denver has to do with um, sort of manning our access department in the adult unit. So looking over diagnostic interviews um, as people are coming in and doing some direct care also with those individuals.
0: With all that's going on in the world, all these various topics I just mentioned, uh, mental health is mentioned, but not as much as it should be, because apparently it's become bigger than ever before maybe do you agree with that with all that's going on
1: 100 percent. sometimes i think that these uh, mental health issues are they've always been big but they're absolutely being brought to light now um and absolutely they're being exacerbated they are larger and um, as you had mentioned um all of these events that have been occurring um have brought them to light unfortunately
0: yeah i agree and let's talk about the current one. We know that stress of events don't that are affecting us directly can still affect us with mental stress and the like. So we're talking about the war in Ukraine. How does that impact our mental health and well-being? I know when I watch it, and I try to avoid watching a lot of news just for that reason, but when you see what's mm-hmm. happening over there and you get that helpless feeling, that alone stresses me out.
1: 100%. Um, it is, you know, just to pair with you and match with you, That sort of gut-wrenching uh, feeling that a lot of people might get in their stomach, um, just right right in the pit of your stomach there is, is one of those first indications that um, you're being affected and you're being affected because, um, because you care. You care about our world um, and you care about yourself. And um, I would largely recommend <laughs> limiting some of this exposure. Um, and it definitely does not take twenty four seven, you know, news coverage and Twitter coverage to be an informed citizen right now. Um, and that's you know that's it's extremely extremely important in in the mental health world and and the world at large currently.
0: But when that's stressful, I mean, is that the number one thing to do? Just don't watch it anymore. And But it still kind of lingers in the back of your mind. Is there anything oh, else we yeah. can do? I mean, I'm not saying let's all take pills and we'll all be better. I don't think that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? I mean, that doesn't, unless you have mm-hmm. a real severe case of something, maybe.
1: Right. I mean, you know, uh, medication management is definitely helpful. But I I think that there are definite steps that we can take. Um, to try and uh, prevent um, what we consider compassion f- fatigue and burnout, and and what I like to term it is uh, term it is uh, disconnect and reconnect. So, in my mind, what that means is disconnect for a moment, uh, for a couple days, limit your exposure to graphic images to things that are going to have you. Um, sort of inundated, maybe ruminating at night about these things, and reconnect to the places that you love, the people that you love, and the things that you love. It sounds simplistic, but it's 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 so ever important, and um, it's extremely extremely um, effective.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree uh, with that. Yeah. And uh, and what I've experienced is, well, I have eight grandchildren. They all live here in Denver. So I'm a lucky guy. And the older ones, I, there's a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old, and we see them almost all the time. But they ask questions. and I, Of course. And that reignites stress <laughs> in me. Of course. Because how do I present this and not scare them or misinform them? And I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of parents are experiencing the same thing with their kids.
1: One hundred percent. They are. And, you know, I'd say um, almost less is more in these in these times, uh, I would say. Um, you know, we don't necessarily want to sit down a kid and explain all the intricacies of of the issues happening, um, especially uh, currently Um but we can do a lot we can provide a safe and controlled environment we can safeguard against having the television and radio on not your show of course no please <laughs> but
0: <laughs> well, i'm not talking you know, about this stuff i'll tell you that
1: <laughs> i know that <laughs> i know that. <laughs> but you know really creating an environment where they can get out you know get outside you know on warm days get get the blood pumping get Get some extracurricular activities going, um, and not um, because kids, kids absorb things yeah. as do adults, right? And so whatever's happening in the background, um, you know, they're sponges; they'll take yeah. that in.
0: Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. You know, I kind of switch in direction a little more local when the whole wildfire happened, and we stood there with watching that because it's right up the road from wherever you might live. You're stunned. You're overwhelmed. You're stressed. I didn't feel it the same because I felt like once things settle down, I can do something here. I mean, these people are five miles away. I can go up there and help them and I can be involved with whatever it might be. And that seemed to be somewhat of a stress release. Is that Mm -hmm. accurate?
1: Absolutely. Um, In times in which we can help, uh, there's, uh, you know, the, the helplessness, that feeling that sort of gut-wrenching feeling of what can i do goes away and our sense of efficacy increases and we feel like we have some control we have some good that we can spread um and and that's exactly what you're explaining
0: Well, and even, I mean, you can donate money, but you can donate money to help the Ukraine thing, too, very easily. But it's when you can physically get involved. I mean, when I see these things about Ukraine, I wish I could drive in my car and go pick somebody up. I mean, they're trying to just get out. Right, right
1: and that that is exactly where that compassion fatigue comes in is we want to get our hands dirty right yeah. we want to get in there we want to get in there we want to get into the trenches and we want to literally pull people out of this misery and that is where um we see the good in society we see although it's suffering we see that society is ailing amidst other individuals that are that are suffering And what this reminds us is that people are good and we want to help, and that it also reminds us how deeply we are affected by our own, you know, um, bleeding hearts. Right. And we need to protect ourselves from that.
0: Exactly. So let's just switch gears again and talk about the impact of the pandemic on all of us. And how is that different from the current events we talked about—the Ukraine, the wildfires—and is—and is and it is long-lasting? I mean, we've gone through this for over two years now, and I know it's kind of calming down, but it's still out there. So, what is different? How do we handle that? Because you hear a lot more about the mental health problems of folks that have been locked down, or younger people that don't understand, or whatever's going on. How is that different? And what? How do we handle that differently, or don't we?
1: Right. I think what we're looking at, Murphy, is sort of um, what we consider a cumulative effect. Uh, The pandemic is, I don't know, fortunate or unfortunate. It's it's becoming sort of commonplace, right? We hear endemic now. We hear, um, you know, not that it's not affecting us, but there's some sort of, um, you know, desensitization with this, we might feel almost accustomed to it as though it's a norm. Um, what happens, I feel often is something like uh, the situation in the Ukraine comes up and we feel similar yet different feelings, right? Right. Similar feelings that we felt at the start of the pandemic where it's shocking and it's scary and we don't know the future. Um so in that they are the same and they are very different and um you know if i could say one more thing it would be this idea of um of just something extra so when we think of burnout um we think of the cumulative again effect and yes um this is it's it's not a nice cherry on top but <laughs> It's, yeah. it's sort of, you know, and it's definitely not the fly in the ointment either. It's no. the, oint, you know, yeah. so that's, that's really what we're looking at.
0: Hey, we're talking with Jen Jackson, a clinician with the Mental Health Center of Denver. A couple of times, Jen, in our conversation this morning, you've mentioned uh, compassion fatigue and burnout. Burnout I get, but this compassion fatigue, can you get a little deeper into that? Or maybe even burnout so people can understand it more?
1: You bet. Um compassion fatigue you know is is a term that is often thrown around in the clinical realm um you know within professions helping professions but i have to say we are no different um than any other person compassion fatigue is the 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 physiological and psychological psychological fatigue that we feel um, when we expose ourselves and when we are exposed to these events, um, and everybody I'd like to think, um, you know, in our society is, has, has some empathy, right? At yes. least hopefully most people. Yeah. And in that we are all affected. And the way that this shows up is, um, in a myriad of ways. So we can feel rundown physically, um, our immune system decreases, um, and our ability to react to crises um whether it be our own our friends or in the community um vary so we may have a num a numbing effect um, we may disconnect and isolate entirely yeah. we might become depressed we might you know be up all night we might you know have panic attacks and um and experience anxiety um it is Exhausting, and I don't think that is that term is is a stranger to anybody in these times, um, and that's how I would start, you know, to explain it. Of course, there are more intricacies. One hundred percent.
0: And what do you do to? I mean, what's a, a an easy thing to do? Just as you mentioned earlier in our discussion, avoid watching too much TV and what you see all the time, or discussions about it. Just kind of re, get away from it.
1: Yeah listen to cues in your body listen to when you're oversaturated with this and that takes a level of self awareness um and it may not necessarily be easy but think about your interactions for the rest of the day how is it changing your mood um what is your gut telling you <laughs> yeah. okay literally you know literally and, and and physically what does our gut tell us you know Um, so physically, are we feeling ill or eh, does this not feel so good? Yeah. And, um, just really, really, um, listening to that. Um, it's almost like, you know, sometimes, you know, an ambulance can go by, um, and we hear the sirens and we have this sort of itching, burning curiosity. And although we know we don't want to see it, we might look in between our fingers as we cover our eyes. And um, I would urge people to not ambulance chase.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's a a good thing. (laughs) Well, Jen, quickly, here before I let you go, and people feel these things, what can they do? Are there resources here in Denver, like where you are, Mental Health Center of Denver, where Denver, where they can reach out for help?
1: 100%. Um, Please, please, you know, call us. Uh, The number for our access department is 303-504-7900. Reach out um, online, www.mhcd.org. We have some great well-being tips on there. Um, We have our Colorado Crisis Services, where 24-7 help is available. Um, And then, you know, I, I also want to mention our Text to talk services connected to that, where individuals 24 7 can call 844 493 8255. And of course, our walk in centers are available.
0: Good sound advice. Good conversation. Jen Jackson with the uh, Mental Health Center of Denver. Thank you for sharing that information. And uh, it's going to help us all. And if not, they know where to reach out now for help. Thanks for the time.
1: Thank you so much. Take care.
0: Yeah, you too. And you guys, thank you for listening. Mile High Magazine. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll talk next weekend.